Hey, welcome to Fresh Press with Eric Reddits and with me, Scott Thompson. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We are here to discuss everything fun happening in and around Southwest Florida. But before we get into that, uh, I, you know, Scott, we were just talking and I decided that it would be more fun for you to tell your story as a part of the podcast. So what were you talking about? So I was listening to the radio today and I was listening to some interviews and I think I got more upset than I really should have about this. But the person conducting the interview was, he was talking, there were two examples, but one of them, he was talking about Mama Cass from the Mamas and the Papas. And he was talking about how in the late sixties, early seventies, when, when they were recording music that they were doing some cover songs. And one of the songs that she did was a 1930s song and he said now uh, this interview was taking place within the past year he said oh my gosh how did she even know about this song from the 30s it was so long ago oh and i'm thinking well if she was in the 60s and she was in her 20s or maybe 30s that was a song she would have heard growing up like it wasn't old then And it just maybe I don't know, maybe I'm just being weird, but it upset me more than it should have that he didn't have a concept of of time when he's telling a story. Well, you 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 have a high standard, Scott, when it comes to uh, the temperature in the room and the mood and being understanding of a person's perspective. So I think you have just higher standards. But, you know, from the 60s to the 30s, it's like today did something happen in the in the 90s right right Right. if if you did a cover song of nirvana i wouldn't be going how did you ever hear of such a song how did that happen how does eric know this obscure song from 30 years ago well what if you were (laughs) but what if you were 20 years old maybe if you were 20 years old you'd be like how did you even know that song it's like uh, you know, it's, it's trying to explain to, uh, you know, our children, uh, you know, for example, the uh, the electricity went out and the Wi-Fi went out um, after a recent storm. And my son was suggesting that that he couldn't get to the Wi-Fi. Right. So, you know, and I said, you know, now you know what it's like when I was a kid. We we didn't have Wi-Fi at all. We didn't have Internet. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Go outside. Right. Or, you know, like growing up up north where we had the winters, you read a book, you know, and when it got too dark, you either used the candle or you just went to bed uh, because if you didn't have power. There wasn't a lot going on. <laughs> you didn't uh, invent candlelight uh, shadow, shadow shenanigan, uh, uh, great creative storytelling by yourself. You know what? I wish I would have done that. That that could have turned into something. That could have turned into something. <laughs> well, you, you you see, I mean, you are a creative, um, but you managed to balance it by being extremely organized. And I always love that about you. Um, I mean, I feel like some of the greatest comedians, uh, you, you hear their backstory. I was watching I was watching a documentary on Tom Hanks, you know. Mm. You know, he, he did have uh, you know, siblings. But, you know, had his mom and dad that went through the divorce. Uh, you know, he spent time, uh, you know, in situations where he he was he was he was moving around a lot. 
And and he, he said he remembered the documentary. He said one thing Tom Hanks said that he remembered is that he felt like he could get almost everything done with just a bag in it in, in, in over his shoulder because he, wherever he ended up, if he had like a bag of basic stuff, he could make do. And he said it really helped him in the realms of acting because you show up to set, you show up to an environment where you're having to create based upon kind of on the fly. Yeah. Uh, he said that uh, that was something that he really loved. Um, I, okay. But I, anyway, we're going to talk about fun things happening in South of Florida. Before we do, uh, we are also going to admit into the room uh, Pat Mitchell, uh, filmmaker. Let's see what he's got to say. Um, when he connects, we will let him know that we are already in progress. All right. Mr. Mitchell. He is not there yet. Um, when he does come on, we will have some questions for him. In the meantime, uh, Scott, you and I can talk about fun things that are happening in and around South Florida. And there's Pat. Pat, can you hear us, buddy, or no? No, he is a he is a video only, and it's one of these moments where we uh, wait. And there he is. Hello. You there, buddy? Hey, hey buddy. Hey, how's it going? We're we're recording. We're we're on air. We're on the podcast. You already started. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't be. No, you are one of those folks where uh, you are busy and you have things going on in your life. And I have with me here um, Scott Thompson. Scott, uh, well, welcome uh, to the show, Mr. Pat Mitchell. Welcome, Pat. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Scott? What's going on? Not too, not too much. I'm doing great. The storm We're, passed uh, through and we all survived well here. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty minimal here, you know, not to be... Uh, not to brag, but you know, I'm really, ha- I'm really happy, man, that it didn't come over here. But I noticed a lot of people in stress right now. I, I saw some of your posts, Pat. Uh, downtown Punta Gorda wasn't looking tremendous. It looks like it got some flooding. Oh yeah, it it, it got hit bad. I haven't been down there yet, but uh, yeah, it looks bad. From <laughs> it looks really bad flooding wise. But uh, you we know. made it through. I I love how everyone in the country. I should say all my friends from around the country, uh, not everyone in the country. Um, I love it when any sort of storm hits anywhere in Florida. Now they're concerned and showing uh, concern by saying, hope you're okay. Um, You know, this, this storm, which we're not going to talk a lot more about because uh, it was what it was, but I mean, even at a hundred miles West of us, it was still very stormy. But you know, when you go through a hurricane four or five, the problem is with me psychologically, you start to hear it's a two and it's a hundred miles away. And you're like, yeah, that's, we're going to be okay. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but there's always that like hurricane Charlie thing where everybody's expecting it to turn hard, hard, right. Like it did yeah. before. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that was like a big scare for a lot of people, but it, that didn't happen. So. Yeah. The hurricanes are always like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like drunk drivers. I mean, you kind of know what direction the car is going, but at any moment the wheel the wheel can just be steered off track. Which which reminds me, I don't want to get too off track. We were right. just about to uh, we got we got we had a chance to talk to Pat Mitchell before that. Uh, Scott, you and I are going to talk about some fun things happening uh, this weekend in and around Southwest Florida uh, on the top picks list of things to do. Um, Agatha Christie's murder on the Orient Express. Uh, is showing at the Broadway Palm Dinner Theater through September 16th. Uh, visit broadwaypalm.com. This Friday, uh, downtown Fort Myers, I've got one word for you. 
it's art walk wait that might be two two words uh every first friday downtown fort myers there are art exhibits downtown galleries receptions live music art vendors fun food and friends check that out the sydney bird Davis art center from 6 to 10 this friday for a brand new art opening uh and then September uh, 2nd, uh, there's a Labor Day comedy weekend night at the Buddha Lounge. I was going to ask you, Scott, if you happen to hear of the United States Air Force veteran Kevin White, whose uh, stand-up comedy goes from everyday buffoonery to the normally absurd. Uh, he's going to be at the Buddha Lounge uh, September 2nd at 9 p.m., also featuring Rob Gargulio and MC by uh, Flying Brian from 105.5 The Beat. That starts at 9 o'clock. Um, uh, that's Saturday. Also, Saturday, September 2nd, Wildfire. The band plays at the Promenade at Bonita Bay, 7 to 10. And then, you know, maybe most importantly, Labor Day is a time to rest and hopefully not work. But check out uh, the very first installment of the Fort Myers Film Festival's TGIM. Thank goodness for independent movies at 7 o'clock p.m. September 4th at the Sydney Burn Davis Art Center. The indie film event. Uh, hosted by myself and co-hosted by Melissa Hayden, we'll have this month's judges, Steve Hilfiker, Kelly Fair, and the one and only Pat Mitchell, uh, which is a nice transition to Pat Mitchell uh, is a filmmaker, a writer, director, producer, and editor, uh, and DP for his latest film, Apples, Oranges, Lemons, and Limes, recently screening at the Fort Myers Film Festival, and dozens more winning awards left and right. Uh, you'll be able to watch the film on Amazon Prime. And I want to welcome uh, with us today, Pat Mitchell. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, but not enough to not talk to somebody. So I'm I'm under doing the weather. Good. What's going on with you, Pat? Are you okay, buddy? I hope so. I don't think anything's wrong, but like I just had some weird, <laughs> like some weird, you know, I think everybody's going through some respiratory or probably some like allergy or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm dealing with it a little bit, but I'm getting better. So I'm all good. I, I did hear on the news that, um, you know, when you get this kind of rain and this backage, you're getting stuff from the water and from maybe under, I mean, some under, of the septic, yeah, septic yeah, maybe, some is that you're getting reactions. We have to talk about it, but you're okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, um, um, you know, we, we brought you here today to talk a little bit about, you know, this Monday at the Sydney Burn Davis Arts Center, obviously folks can come out and see you. Um, I was honored to just, you know, back up, you know, over a decade ago. Um, I, I know you're working on films and I got a chance to meet you a long time ago. So I've known you for quite a while and I've seen, yeah. I, I, it's funny because you're, it's not funny, but it's true that your value as a filmmaker, you still have this awesome approach, but you're just getting more and more sophisticated with your films uh you know so we could talk about your your films you know remedy shaken the compound sure. um uh, but you know the one right now that i want to wonder if you talk to us a little bit about uh apples oranges lemons limes it it it, it didn't premiere but we were one of the first festivals to play it if i'm not mistaken you're actually uh, the u.s premiere i was the u.s premiere for apples oranges lemons and limes before yes. everybody and their brother who has a film festival played it. I don't know if you have a running tally on how many film festivals it's been in, but I've, I've, seen, <laughs> it's pretty I've, seen, I've seen the laurels. It's over a dozen. It's over a couple, three dozen, maybe. Yeah, actually, uh, I won three awards this morning. Oh, uh, really? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, this morning. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, actually, the film got over 
uh, right now 150 wins and 49 what? nominations. Yeah. And uh, I actually, yeah, this well film, deserved. Bravo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well deserved. Yeah. And I, well I, deserved. Actually, I actually now have 115 awards under my name on IMDb. Oh, oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. I love, I love the humbleness. Yeah, you know, I, I picked up three more wins this morning. Not feeling, I'm feeling a little under the weather, but those wins just keep rolling in. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, maybe, maybe that's where I want to start with you, Pat, because you are so humble, you are so modest. But do those, uh, um, what what does that do for you when you hear of this? Do you let it sink in, like that you are good? Well, it's it's weird because I never really was one that needed validation to do it. But, you know, the more awards I win, it's just it starts to hit me that maybe I am a lot better than or a lot more capable than I thought I was. Because like when I made this film, it, it you know, it's only a it's it's a film under two thousand dollars. And, you know, I've been to festivals and watched like seventy thousand, eighty thousand dollar films like get one award and then like right next to it it's like mines with three awards for something and it's it's pretty nuts to think about and i try not to think about it too much actually the thing that i'm most excited about is watching the people who works with me win awards because you always want their time to be validated you know and i don't know how much they care about it but for me it's everything you know they 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 put a lot on the line and some of them work for free and you know they're newbies at this and and we all did it together and it's like it's nice to, you know, to have their work be praised just as much as me. So watching them like get awards is probably the biggest delight that I have. Cause I, when I see the awards for me, it's, it's always nice. But when I see like an award for somebody who is working with me, like I remember asking them to be a part of the film wondering, Oh God, I hope it's worth their time. And then like, you see those awards come around and it's like, okay, you know, I did my job. I, I made sure everybody felt great about being a part of the project. And that's always like my first like goal. And I never considered this many awards. I almost forgot about like awards to begin with. I just wanted to make sure people saw it and said good things. And like when the awards started coming, I was kind of flabbergasted because I really, I wasn't sure how anybody would would critique the movie because it, it is a new take on sort of a drinking film but it really isn't it's like a coming of age story that deals with a lot of uh sort of young adult problems and situations and anxieties and um so it's it's nice to see that reception you know i i wasn't expecting as much <laughs> like uh it just it, the movie played in the uh in a festival in africa recently and i have another like four festivals in Africa that's it, it's going to play in. And, you know, that's that's truly amazing to me because I've never had a film reach so far. And actually, my first film ever made, I put into your festival. That was shaken. So uh, and I remember one time I remember the first time I won the award at your festival. I told everybody I was like, there's going to be many awards after this. And then it was it was kind of dry for a while. <laughs> so but, I didn't lie then. But you, you were know? right. But you were right. It just, I was right. Yeah. It took yeah. a couple of years. I love that. I. I love that when I saw that film, um, I knew right away, I'm like, this is something outstanding, but I'm used to that from you. And obviously yeah. I'm play. I, 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 I love hearing that it has had the trajectory that it has. And 
Um, I, I also know you're you're kind of an artist, and that your satisfaction comes from a job well done. Maybe if you allow me to use those words, right? Um, which also why you know you have a lot of artists who uh, need kind of like that component. That's someone to say, look, this is Pat Mitchell. He's the bomb, big, the, and he is film, his next film, uh, which you can be a part of, or you can help finance, or you can produce, or right. executive produce, is it's, it's, now is the time for you to get in. And it's such a weird market, and I'm not asking for you to explain it, because it's impossible to explain. Right. Even with, you know, sag after and the Writers Guild and Hollywood shutdown still right now. Uh, right. You're looking at a big pow- kind of a power play as to, you know, uh, streaming rights and the likeness of perpetuity rights. Um, there's no real, you know, th- there's definitely no uh, explainable or definable way that you can go from indie film to, you know, bigger film, bigger blockbuster film. I, talent does get recognized. Cream does rise to the top, but it's not like it takes a lot. Now, right. right. Are you, I mean, can you talk to me a little bit about with this recognition, is there a greater sense for what distribution might look like? Is it going to pay out at some time? Are you already already kind of like snowballing it into your next productions or, or anything you want to talk about? Because I know you told me that pretty soon folks that have missed it at the festival will be able to find a way to uh, see your film and understand that you went with a Amazon Prime uh, distribution. Right. And, uh, you know, you get enough views of that. I don't know how the system really works now. Um, I've had friends that have gone on Amazon Prime. You you don't have to talk details, but, um, you know, if if a million people watch it, hopefully you're going to get at least, you know, 20 bucks, right? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) How does it work? How does it work? (laughs) And are you excited about, like, because, you know, because we want to, we're we're definitely going to, once it's on distribution, like most of the films who play at the film festival, we're going to, you know, let people know and 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 let everyone know where to where to see it and and watch it again. Can yeah, yeah. Tell, tell me a little yeah. about where you're at. Where you're at with that? Or yeah, 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 definitely. Um, well, right now I'm uh, I'm trying to get it on Amazon Prime. I I was first time me using it, so I submitted it. I'm waiting for, uh, I guess they have to review the film uh for mm-hmm. quality checks and stuff like that, and I'm just waiting for the verification for that. But mm-hmm. I am looking at other distribution models. I know there's um. A part of me really wants to self-distribute because I, I looked at distribution companies and a lot of it doesn't make sense to me. And I yeah. figured if I did all of the film already myself, I might as well just finish the job and do it all, you know. And so I'm I'm so I'm doing uh another website where it's like um you, you it actually submits it to different uh streaming services for you. But yeah. but uh talking about my next film, um you know, I have been asked by a producer to to make another to make a film that they actually wrote a script for. I do not know where that's going at this point, so there's not much I can say about it. But I, I read the script and they asked me to revise it a little bit, and the producers really like me. I think they're at Cannes recently, and I don't I don't know what's happening with that, so I can't say too much. But there is a film that I did write uh, called Lake O. I wrote it like a while ago. Um, and I actually had to revise it because a hurricane happened. So I actually revised the script to take place after Hurricane Ian. And I don't think I'm going to work on this on this hurricane because it didn't really do too much to us. But 
so I rewrote that to take place after, and it's basically a psychological thriller. Um, and it's also a, uh, like a broken marriage story. So, uh, I am looking into doing that. I, uh, I went to sunscreen for the first time. Uh, it was like a couple months ago and I met some producers that really loved my film, like loved affluence and limes. And, um, uh, it was actually the person who, uh, I guess runs the festival or does the screenings for the festival. So they actually approached me and asked me if there was any other scripts that I, that I plan on that I really wanted to film. And, uh, right now I'm kind of, in talks i'm waiting for the conversation to have with them they gave me their card and uh i have to call them to you know let them know more about the project and they're looking to do like a a multi-slate sort of production for uh this year next year and they're interested in funding my next film and you know i'm not sure how much the budget's going to be but i know it's going to be a lot more than i'm working with now which is very 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 cool and uh Yeah, so I'm I'm having conversations with them about it, and hopefully, you know, I have my next film made within the next two years, and that's a future. So, um, yeah, and I'm working on that. I'm always I'm always writing short films. Even I'm even I have an idea of doing like a a mini series because I watched Wednesday and I loved it, and like <laughs> I also watched Beef, and, and you know, I look at those things. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool sort of storytelling that I want to try eventually. It's a lot, but, you know, I like the challenge to do those things. So I, I might try to write one of those. But, yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm currently in uh, talks with a company to possibly get funding for the next film. Um, and I'm also in talks with some producers who want me to direct another film that they already wrote. That's really, really good. Uh, but I can't really talk about it. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> No, I love it. I, I always know folks who are on the move and who are going places because they absolutely can never talk about it. <laughs> and it's like, I, right. I, I would say three of the last people I've talked to, they're working on a project, but they can't talk about it. Right, it's, right. it's a Netflix project. I can't talk about it. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, so at some point, Pat, please just promise that when you can talk about it, um, you will talk about it. Oh uh, yeah, no, definitely for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll let you'll be the first to know. Um, um but, yeah. I, but I have a question. Yeah, I have a question for Pat. You, you talked about Lake O, um, and it being a psychological thriller and kind of about divorce. Right. Do you have any movies coming up where there's psychological thrillers and they're about marriage? Because I feel like a lot of us can relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that one is. It's actually they're actually it's actually a married couple. It's just uh. It's like a downward spiral sort of relationship. Yeah, so okay. they're, they're, yeah. So they're they're married, but they're not like as wonderful as they're supposed to be as a married couple. I guess whatever the the cliche of a perfect marriage would be. So like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's basically what that story is, and it takes place okay. in Florida. Yeah, and it's uh, it's actually a really cool. It's like a road trip movie. Um, and a lot happens. I don't want to give it away, but uh, it it is definitely gonna be a lot more challenging uh, than my last ones. And, you know, there's just a lot more action in it, I guess, too. So yeah, uh, it should be really, it should be really, really cool. Uh, really, really cool sort of experience, you know, and, you know, writing apples, right. limbs and limes, I was actually surprised how much uh, people liked both sides of the thing. Cause I won like best thriller and then I also won best drama. And I also won like 
a multitude of things. Um, I, I run Best Crime the other day for that film. So it's like a lot of the stuff that I put in there, elements, is actually being recognized, which is really cool. So, um, you know, so it kind of just made me less nervous to write whatever I felt I should write rather than like second guess or third guess or wonder yep. what it is. So, you know, so it just, it kind of just, a lot of confidence is built in me <laughs> since this, you know, multi sort of uh, intercontinental uh, film festival wins. And, you know, like it, it wasn't to my surprise, but I was just surprised how many. <laughs> so that was, well, I, that was really cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, you said it earlier, it's not about the awards, but the awards show you that, that you're respected among the, the people that are, that do this all the time. And so oh, yeah. I think you absolutely, I'm looking at the, your internet movie database and I'm looking at all the wins and I'm going, you know what, this guy should have confidence through the roof. Um, so <laughs> congratulations you. on that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny, like I'm not, I'm not particularly the award person, but I started to understand why it is, you know, it's, it's a benefit because it really does tell you, yeah, they, they honor your film above and beyond yep. what other films are. And you know, that says everything. It's not necessarily the award. It's, it's, it's the recognition for it. Exactly. Yep. And, 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 and it's always really awesome to see that. Like I, I, I actually submitted to some festivals too, that they wouldn't take my movie because of screen time. Uh, it's a 45 minute film and it right. really, it's damaging because sometimes they send you this note and it's like this love note about how great your film is, but they just can't program it because it's too long. And right. So, but it's always, it's always very humbling too, because they, at least they want you to know, like, it wasn't your film. It's just, we can't put it in the time frame we have. And festivals. I, you know, it's, it sounds like yeah. an excuse. It sounds like an excuse to me because I've what? written, I've written those emails to folks whose, whose films I can't uh, screen. Right. And, and, you know, there is true. You only have so much programming time, but you make room for films you want. I do, you know, I, one time I had a film uh, and it was called uh, Barely a Chance and it screened at the Fort Lauderdale Film Ooh. Festival. And, uh, <laughs> and a friend of mine was in that film. His name is Scott Thompson. Great um, movie. <laughs> Should have right. gotten more awards. <laughs> but I do remember, I did get an email from their director who said, this is a 30-minute film. It will play it if you can get it down to 12 minutes because we're going to run it in a block of short films. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, of course, now, Pat, I know you're you're much more sensitive about your uh, your your stuff. I just said okay, and I edited it. So, right, 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 right. so I edited it, and then I sent. He it took to out me. all my scenes. No, I left all. Of, <laughs> I left every Scott Thompson portion of the film in there. Yours right. did not. Get, you you did not get touched, as based upon, <laughs> based upon our contract. And then I went to the festival, <laughs> and you know they screen multiple short films in certain blocks, right? Right. Um, right. So I was up with maybe three other short films, maybe four, and they do this real this thing where like, okay, now here we go, and they played the wrong version. They played the thirty minute version in a block where they were only allowing me ten minutes. Oh no! Wow! <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Anyway, um, Pat, uh, yeah, yeah. what do you do this weekend? What we're talking about weekend stuff. What do you do for fun when you're not being the most awesome filmmaker in all of Southwest Florida? Oh man. Uh, well, it depends. Like I, I, you know, sometimes I just drive to new locations just to look around. Cause I never really 
done that before. Like last weekend, I drove. Uh, Wait a second. Does it involve like a 2 a.m. binoculars and. Uh... Oh, no, 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 no. It's just, uh, no, it's just driving through streets in different cities. And... I'm joking. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a fun way to get to say, but don't don't drive right. through right now. It is flooded all over. Pine I know. Street. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm gonna do this weekend. And where it's do you fine. drive? Like, where's like, where do you like to drive to? Like, just random. Like, I'm gonna well, go yeah. to uh, um, Okeechobee. Lately, I've been I've been exploring like the East Coast of Florida. You know, I've been in Southwest Florida all the time. I've yeah, never I love been East Coast. Like, yeah, yeah, I've never been like it. up and down that coast. So lately, I've been doing that. Um, yeah, but like. Some of the weekend, I don't know. Usually, I'm usually I'm with family or probably writing something or maybe like of course occasional hangout at a friend's house. All right, all um, right, all right. I knew you were cool and doing stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I do want to know if you play a little game. Sometimes you play a little game, and this game is called "What Would Pat Mitchell Do?" Oh, okay. These are th- these are three random uh, questions. You don't have to answer, uh, okay. but and they are not film related, nor are they my podcast related. These are just randoms. Okay, so I'm just pulling okay. out of my hat. Okay, right. you ready to play? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, question number one: uh, What would Pat What would Pat Mitchell do? You can't get to sleep at night. Do you one, try harder? Three, give up, go out watch some TV, or three, something else way cooler. Um. Oh man, uh, usually when I I guess I'll say way cooler. Usually when I don't sleep, I tend to make music or I tend to uh, make, or I tend to make yeah. poster art or I tend to do something that is probably film related or music related. Uh, TV never helps. <laughs> it's okay. not even on like at that time anyway. Hearing that you, hearing that you grow that into creative does not surprise me. Okay. Next one. Uh, your car runs out of gas in the middle of a three-lane highway. Okay. Ooh, right. Do you do you one put your blinkers on and try to push it to the side? Two, put your blinkers on, walk to safety on the side of the road and call 911. Or three, just sit there and cry. Oh man, that's a tough one. I wouldn't cry. I'd probably put on the blinkers. I don't know if I get out the car though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to be strong enough to push a car out of a way of cars driving past me. Um, yeah, uh, Scott Scott Thompson, you know what you're you've you've done some work in the biz uh, as a traffic. Um, hey, over, the, over... The, the the problem isn't getting the car moving when you're by yourself. the The problem becomes getting it to stop. Um, oh. So yeah, don't don't worry about that. You could push a car if, okay. if you don't have the the if you don't have it in park. But, but I mean, you're by yourself. It's it's the yeah, stopping I, that will. I was also thinking about like the 60, 80 miles per hour cars passing by, trying to push that. Yeah, yeah that's what I was wondering about. <laughs> yeah. How do you get them to stop? I mean, you know, by the time the cop shows up, I mean, you still have to make that decision. You, I guess, yeah. you, I mean, cars would see you hopefully slowing down, but you get. I like, I like I to mean, believe we live in a world where a car behind you will stop. Put their blinkers on it, at least so you have room to do it without worrying about the car yeah. behind you. Okay, I hope so. Let's I go. Hope. But <laughs> I hope so. But I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Yeah. Okay. okay well, last one is: uh, what level would it take for you to ghost somebody? Okay, uh, they've had to do something a little bit bad. 
That's that's A. Uh, two, something pretty bad. Or three, something really, really bad. At what level do you ghost people? Uh, it has to be almost to a level of really, really bad. Yeah, okay. Um, seen- I, yeah, I, I, I rarely ghost people. And usually if something bad happens, I try to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Helpful. But if it's something that is beyond, yeah, I won't talk to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Pat Mitchell, I we don't have enough time, but I do want to make sure people can support what you're doing and see what we're doing. Can you give us a basic where we can find you, follow you, watch your stuff, support you for our listeners? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I'm always checking my Instagram and my Facebook. So if you like to find me there. My Instagram handle is uh, pat.e.mitchell, uh, and I'm, I'm always posting my wins there. Uh, I'm also sharing updates there, my stories, and sometimes I put funny stuff up. Okay. Uh, my Facebook is a little more personal, but I do put my awards there. Um, I would I will add you, and uh, okay. that is, yeah, and that you can find Pat Mitchell. Okay. Uh, you'll see my face, see my icon. Well, you can't see my face now. But you'll see uh, it says, yeah, Pat Mitchell, couldn't go to Florida. Um, and you could also just email me if you want to know more. Uh, it's only patmitchell at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, and I, I check them every day. And not not as often as I do now, but when I was when I was getting the awards, I was. Uh, but I will contact you back if you have any questions. And, uh, yeah, yeah you know, thank you for the time. Oh, my I- gosh. Thank you. You're the best. And one day I know and I'll be – Calling you when you win that Oscar, I'll be like, uh, "Yeah, Pat, it's Eric Rat Raditz." <laughs> I'll be, I'll be waiting. For, I'll be looking forward to that call. Yeah, <laughs> I will be calling you. Um, I want to that's when he ghosts you. That's when he ghosts you. Bravo! I want to thank our sponsors, the Fort Myers Film Festival. Be sure to submit your film today and save the dates, May twenty second through twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. And this Monday, September 4th, 2023, at the Sydney Burn Arts Center, come meet uh, Pat Mitchell. I want to thank Hilfiger Missions, saving lives by increasing organ procurement and earlier detection of chronic diseases. Go to hilfigermissions.net. To Riverside Realty Group, it doesn't cost more. You just get more with free home staging. Head to riversidefl.com. Special thanks to Florida Weekly and the Marcus Chance Foundation. To Pat Mitchell and to Scott Thompson. Scott, you're gonna, what are you doing this weekend in less than 10 seconds? Universal Studios. All right. Okay. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Thank you all for being a part. Always check us out for fun things to do in and around Southwest Florida. Tell a friend where the coolest podcast in the Southwest Florida area is at Fresh Press with Eric Reddit. Thanks for coming out, guys. And we'll see you next week on Southwest Florida's Fresh Press with Eric Reddit. Good night, everybody. Right, good night, man. See you there. Good night.